0: I'm Kale Helms, and this is Thundercast. On this episode, we will be interviewing Mr. Eric Kirkendall and Mr. Roy Bruce, Principal and Dean of Students at Eastern Green High School. So I just want to start the podcast with um, where did each of you grow up, and how did you get to this point at Eastern?
1: All right, I'll, I'll start. I, uh, I grew up in Rushville, Indiana, which is uh, about 10 miles uh, west of Kokomo, Indiana, and so uh, went to, after graduating high school, went to, uh, to Purdue University for four years and then moved out to Arizona. And my plan was always to be there for a couple of years and, and move back or move someplace else. And we ended up, I ended up liking it so much that I uh, ended up staying for 12 years. So um, what brought me back is my wife and myself have all of our family in Indiana and Eventually, we want to, you know, start a family and that type of thing, and so we want to be close to family. So yeah, that's that's kind of why we're here. And uh, I chose Southern Indiana more because Northern Indiana kind of lacks some personality. So it's very flat, and uh, I've always had an affinity for Southern Indiana. So
0: yeah. So what was it like moving? I mean, how many miles is Arizona from Indiana? It's a
1: twenty-seven hour drive. I think eighteen thousand miles. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so big move. Big yes, move. yes. Different, different climate zones, really.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I am struggling with the humidity. <laughs> I remember the humidity as a growing up. Hadn't even been bad yet. I know, <laughs> I know. And uh, the the state bird, the mosquito. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's been it's been a it's been a rush. I've I've really enjoyed it. So yeah.
0: So you can tell us about you, Mr. Bruce. Yeah,
2: I was um, born and raised in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, graduated from Bloomington North in 98, and then went to IU, um, graduated from IU, the better school, of course, than Purdue, (laughs) and taught and coached 10 years at Bedford-North Lawrence, and then this opportunity came open, moved over here. My wife came with me. She's a math teacher here at the high school, and then I have my two daughters, Elizabeth and Isabel, who are fourth and second graders at the elementary school here.
0: So, I mean, you've been here your whole life, right? You've just been in this area. Yeah. So how do you think that's affected you? being in the same community for all these years? I
2: think it really helps to connect because I come here and it's a really small world because you'll meet somebody and they're friends with somebody you grew up with or, you know, like my assistant coaches know people here in the administration office up here and I know some of the kids and I'm seeing some of the people I went to school with, some of their kids are going to school here. So it just shows how small world this is even though we are 20 miles down the road from where we grew up.
0: Mm -hmm. So what is it like for the most of you acclimating to this new school climate?
2: Well, for me, it's a different. Um, school I come from it was sixteen hundred kids right down the road here. I uh, walk through the hallways here, and it's kind of st- and even still two weeks in. You know, wonder where are all the kids at because you know you go from sixteen hundred to three hundred thirty. They're just not very many, and then every time you turn around, it's, it's the same kid you're looking at again. You know, you don't really see a lot of different faces. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you're always kind of seeing the same kids. So you, you get to know them real quick here. It's been that way through the sports and through just walking the hallways here.
1: The district that I served in Tucson uh, had seventeen thousand students. And so it certainly lacked uh, a, a personal touch, and so um, I've really tried to focus on that for the past past couple weeks, uh, getting to know students, getting to know teachers, and really kind of build those relationships. It's not lost on me that I'm I'm the outsider, so um, I really want to make sure that everyone knows that I'm I'm here for them.
0: And it's wild that you meet all these new people and you're around all these new people, and it's not just like a oh I see you every once in a while. There's there's like 15 kids in a class so you get to know each student really well you know
1: oh yeah absolutely and uh, the hallways the hallways are are sparse sometimes that's and so, exactly right. so you, yeah. you do see the same kids yeah. over and over
2: Yeah, I'm used to coming I, my each class at Bedford and average between 32 to 35 kids and that's six of them a day and yeah. it changed again at this semester and I was going through a lot of kids down here and that's not even the entire school here so nope. it's, it's definitely different
0: so, Mr. Kirkendall, I want to know what inspired you to come up with your soar motto that you introduced almost the first day.
1: Yeah, so in speaking with the front office staff, they had they had said that every principal has had some type of motto or something that they used um, in finishing um, letters and things of that nature. So uh, I came up with soar because it really really encompasses everything that I would like everything that I would like a. Thunderbird to be when they graduate. And so I want, I want them to be, able to show up, be in the moment and, uh, have a good attitude and, uh, own their actions and, and be responsible and, and really, really achieve. So, um, when I kind of put all that out, um, sword just kind of seemed to pop into my head.
0: Um, and I think it really helps encompass all students and, um, I don't know, it's kind of, I've heard jokes about it, you know, in the hallways, but then also people take it seriously, like, it's a yeah. good motto to, like, be proud of our uh, little community we have here.
1: And Absolutely, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm a pretty laid-back guy, so I, I do enjoy some of the jokes, <laughs> uh, because it, it can be funny, but that's something that every student here can do. Every, every student here can be a better version of themselves, they just have to apply themselves, and... Um, and really make sure that they put their best foot forward in every situation that they come across. Uh, not every day is rainbows and sunshine. Sometimes you have to meet Mr. Bruce, and <laughs> and then then what, right? So both Mr. Bruce and I realized that students are going to make mistakes, and so that doesn't make you a bad person. It just means that you're human, just like all the rest of us, and you need to try again. So. So I really wanted to to really message that uh, resiliency to the to the students.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of the students even appreciate that um, you come in and every day is a new day. I know Mr. Bruce talked about it, that on day one too, that you don't need to hold grudges here at the school. People change and, I don't know, sometimes you're just having a crappy day, you know, and it just gets better.
2: Yeah, and that, that's important, I think, with both of us coming in is that we don't know you guys, so we're learning you just like you're you're learning us right now. So it's kind of a, a clean slate for you guys. So if you had a bad past, we don't really know that. So we, so coming in, you know, to us, you're just a normal kid going through everyday life, and if we don't see you in the office, we don't know about your past. But when we do, you know, we're obviously trying to help you get better. We're not just there to punish you and yell at you and, you know, put you in ATS. We're there to construct a plan to get you to where you can graduate and be successful at life.
1: Yeah, I, I would – completely agree with that in fact uh, one of the things that we've really talked about was uh, intervening in situations prior to it becoming a discipline incident and really helping students learn how the correct way to handle difficult situations um, should be so um, that that's something that both of us kind of value because there's no there's no guidebook for being an adult or being a teenager it's it's trial and error, and so you kind of have to have that open mind, and you really need to make sure that that you're ready for the moment and ready for the opportunities that are presented to you.
0: Okay, so moving on, I want to know how the both of you feel on the extracurriculars here at Eastern Green. Mr. Bruce, I know you're the football coach, and um, Mr. Kirkendall, you were at our Marching Band State Fair. That Absolutely. was a good uh, little introduction to you. To oh, see you yeah. There.
1: I, I, I personally, like, uh, I grew up growing up. I was in sports all the time, four-season athlete. And so uh, I recognize just how important the sports are, but there's a huge percentage of our students that aren't involved in sports. Um, they have other interests. And so it's equally important to um, support them in, in their ventures and making sure that they recognize that they're part of, part of the school too you know, with with sports, it's very, you have competitions and, and the community comes out and sees, sees their competitions. So when you have an art club or a robotics club or something of that nature that's not as public, uh, trying to find ways to showcase those skills and the students with those skills is incredibly important.
2: I think that's uh, exactly right because a lot of those club kids, they don't, get seen out you know they don't get to play on Friday nights in front of you know a thousand or so people out there you know they're in front of maybe their parents or maybe just their friends there so for people to recognize them and all the hard work they put in the hours of the labor they're, they're putting these clubs and different activities that's important and I think you know having the right people in place to lead those which I think we do here um, along with the athletics I know there's some newer coaches that have came in just in the last couple of years and I know in the past there's been some kids that have you know have had bad experiences playing and participating in the sports athletics or even in clubs and events and hopefully they realize with this new change you know come back out and give it give it a try again you only got four years here in high school you can never do it again so um come out give it a chance because there's a lot of kids walking the hallways i keep hearing well i'm gonna try it next year i'm gonna try it next year well next year is just another year that you're wasting this year for so come out give it a chance you know come out, come out meet new people um, it really gets you involved, really helps your grades. You know, we hold, er, er, All the sports here hold you accountable, always checking your grades, always make sure that, you know, it kind of puts you in the right path forward, so get, and it prepares you a lot for life.
0: Um. Yeah, and I know we've had a lot of the changing in staff for all of our different sports. Like, we have a brand new football coach and you, Mr. Bruce, and we have a brand new basketball coach and Mr. Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. yeah. So, what have you noticed about, like, the students' attitudes towards these new coaches? Because it's, such a change. I mean, you spend so much time with them and everything.
2: For me, it's been great. Um, since day one, I tell, I always tell everybody, you know, my first two weeks here, I've met more people than I did my 10 years in Bedford. You know, kids come in, kids want to work hard here, which, is, you know, um, past experience I've had in coaching, you got to kind of, you know, dictate your practice on who's going to show up, who's not going to show up. Are they going to be on weight? Are they going to do extra running? Are they going come in in a bad mood? Kids here don't do that. They, they, they want to work hard. I think that reflects a lot on their families and kind of how they were raised. You know, they're raised in a Good blue collar community here that want that wants to work hard, and so when they show up, they're there. They they don't really miss days. Even now that we start at school, you know the kids are coming to school. got got really good attendance rate right now, and that that shows in the athletic and the athletes on the field too. So um, it's been really accepting. I know Coach Hudson said the same thing. He's had a lot of kids to his summer workouts also, and I think everything's going forward well.
1: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, um, having been a former coach, uh, I totally see how. The work ethic here is absolutely amazing. Um, you don't have the the prima donnas and 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 so forth. Everyone is uh, ready to do the work that they need to do, and that's that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, and what I've noticed is maybe every once in a while there is that prima donna, but they get the help they need here. I always notice that because people are acting out, they're not. Getting pushed to the side, they're getting put in the spotlight where they need whatever help they need.
1: Yeah, and one of the things I've kind of noticed, especially you know with uh, Coach Bruce's uh, football team, is that they take care of each other. Um, the, the the team is a it's a true team where you know if you have someone who is isn't pulling their weight, the the, the team encourages them and and lets them know, hey, I'll I'll help you. So there's there's certainly that healthy aspect there, um, but yeah, no it, it's it's been it's been a, an awesome experience watching watching this football team grow, the volleyball team grow. I mean we have we have amazing athletes here.
0: So this is more of a broad question, but what are some characteristics you've noticed that make Eastern a more unique school?
2: I think the work that work ethic of the kids. You know you don't have the kids that. Just don't want to do anything that are really defiant to the teachers, you know, really defiant to administration. You know, even the kids that they label the bad kids aren't even close to where I've been before. You know, these kids, you can sit down, you can talk to the kids, you can work through with the kids. You can reach them on a personal level, and then they start to understand. And you don't have the kids that basically want to fail here. You have the kids that want to succeed, and you can talk to them and make them understand, you know, to be be better at life. And when you graduate high school – And when you move on, when you have a family, learning things here at the school, you know, are going to help you. And like I said, it's just the overall work ethic of the kids is just amazing here. And it's just it's been a shock to my system coming from a place where it's nowhere close to this. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and I think even the students could notice that day one you guys came in here trying not really a scare tactic, but just showing that you guys have authority, which is I respect that. And it was easy to tell that you guys have been at bigger schools, I think even for the students, um, because nothing bad's ever happened here, you know? We we don't really experience the bad things, and I think you guys have done a great job of making sure that the bad things never happen, you know, and just... I don't know. I really appreciate our school environment that you guys have already created for us. Um, I know even the students were coming into school like Leary of the new dean of students, new principal. And I mean, we don't really have a superintendent right now, that. you know, and we just I just want you guys to know that even the students really appreciate what you guys have done well, leaps and strides yeah. already. I, I
1: mean. mean, and I mean, that's certainly not lost on us. Uh, we recognize that, uh, you know, that type of controversy, controversy. Um, impacts the students as well. And so for myself, um, of course, yes, I want to make sure that students recognize that there's an an authority there. Um, My first priority will always be safety and making sure that students are safe um, and that students are learning. Um, But the one thing that uh, I don't want lost is the fact that high school should be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's, that's something that uh, I really appreciate appreciate about Mr. Bruce and Mr. Buskirk and um, and, and uh, Miss Willie is that uh, we all have a goal uh, to make make your experience here at Eastern Green a memorable one. Um, one of the things that I've I've really kind of t- been startled with is the the school spirit. It seems it has kind of tapered tapered down, and so I want to bring that back. The flock pep club was absolutely fantastic at the volleyball game the other night. Um, they were smaller at the football game. I would love, I would love for them to take up an entire section. Um, we have the numbers. We can do it. You know. Um, I mean, they were a riot at the volleyball game. I enjoyed watching them almost as much as I enjoyed watching the, the girls rip up on Lighthouse uh, Academy. I mean it was it was a great time. So uh, and, and really, I'm all about showing my appreciation. and so and so I do have uh, plans to to do that with the students as well. Um, I've started to kind of introduce that with the staff kind of doing like a, a staff appreciation um, every every month. I also want to do that with the students as well. It's totally easy to do. You just got to find the forum to do that in. And so, uh, no, I, absolutely. Uh, high school, when I think of high school, it was a blast. Yeah, I, I enjoyed myself. So I want to I want make sure that I'm able to to do that, give that to, to my students
2: too. Yeah, 100% agree on that. I think – getting the attendance up to everything you know anything in, in the sports and it's not just the the what they call the bigger sports with, with the football and basketball but like the volleyball experience or night you know a lot of kids don't realize what it's like to go watch these activities and once they go watch it like this is fun it's, I've been missing out on this and you can be loud at volleyball games you can you can scream you can yell you know and it, it's it's all kind of fun trying to keep track of the ball flying around and not only that, you know, going to the girls' basketball games, going to um, cross country meets, yelling for your your teammates as they walk as they run by, and even not teammates, just classmates and schoolmates, and seeing them, you know, participate in that, you know, and then come back to school and asking your buddies how they did on the weekend with their clubs or other activities that they did, you know, that's big for those kids to hear that when they walk down the hallways or hear it on the announcements how they did and stuff like that. And I think anything we can do to build the school spirit and get more kids out there makes this a better learning experience when you're in the classroom because you want to you be here and you want to participate.
0: Yeah, and I know that um, back a few years ago when we had our big basketball run, um, it just seemed like the whole gym was full, and maybe that was because I was younger, but it just seemed that everyone showed up, and I think that did taper off a little bit in the last few years, and I know when we had our big state run for football, I mean, people didn't show up to the first few games because they didn't realize how good we were. But then oh, right. finally we introduced that, dang, we're actually kicking butt out here, you know. Yeah, and then right. and then people started coming, you know. And I think it would be better if we just had people showing up in the first place, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think it is very important that we um, work to get better attendance at our games and stuff.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and our enrollment is, is down right now. Uh, normally we are sit around 370, 360, 370. And and we had a smaller freshman class, and so one of the things that uh, I'm really encouraging others to do is to get Eastern Green on social media, have it have it reach Bloomington, have it reach uh, Linton. I, I I want I want students from other school districts being like, wow, what are they doing? What, what are they doing over there in Eastern Green? Because that looks pretty cool. I want to be a part of that. Um, and, and I think that we'll see that uh, our our influence is much greater than what, um, what we've experienced in the past.
0: So introduce this next topic. Um, how do you think the staff at EG um, might differ from other larger schools or other schools that you've been to?
2: I think one, the biggest thing I've seen is that Everybody knows each other here, you know, and, and it seems like I keep repeating myself there, but with this this small school mentality, um, with bigger schools, you're, you're kind of putting in the sections. There's several different hallways. There's different levels of the school. Here, there's, there's two hallways, you know, so all the teachers run into each other all the time. So they see each other. They usually, their families have grown up together. They've grown up together. They went through school here together. Um, so everybody knows everybody. There's not that teacher down at the other end or the department down at the other end that you never see. You know, everybody comes by the office. Everybody Everybody knows the administrative team. I was in a position down at Bedford where I could walk in the back door of my classroom. I was 10 foot from my truck. I could just get out and leave. I didn't, I, I could go months without seeing anybody. And here you can't go five minutes without seeing another teacher talking to them. You see their kids, their kids ride mm-hmm. the bus over here, got the bus, their kids come in. So you're watching their kids grow up. It's just that big family atmosphere here with the, all, all the teachers here in the school.
1: For me, it is the dedication. We have more AP and dual credit offerings at this school than I had at the high school in Tucson that had 2300 students I mean that dedication to education and going and getting those additional certifications and and the the credits to do dual credit and AP classes is is amazing and um, that really speaks to the to the dedication and the intellectual pursuit that our, our teachers have that uh, you are not going to see anywhere else. Um, and and part, of this is, part of that's done by design. I mean, with, with being a smaller school, we certainly want to make sure that our students are able to be offered several different routes um, in their high school career. And so by providing those options, the teachers are oftentimes doubling up, tripling up on different preps. Whereas uh, in a larger school, uh, a teacher could teach the same subject all day long and not differentiate. And so, um, you know, the dedication of our our staff is pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, and I think it's kind of funny. You'll see like the teacher's little thing outside their door, and it'll say what subjects they teach, and it's like full, <laughs> like it's you can't like fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah it's it, it's it's amazing. So um, that was that was certainly one of the draws for me. Um, and that was, uh, instant recognition that I, that, or instant thing that I, I saw right away was that, uh, that, wow, there is not a single teacher here that doesn't teach multiple subjects. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing. Mm. And it's really, um, funny to
0: me that a lot of the teachers here like went to school here, you know, and, and, yeah. and I know, um, Mrs. Shields, who sadly left us last year, um, and Mr. Hutcherson like had some of the other teachers, and now they're working alongside him. So it's it's crazy how the community like overlaps, you know.
1: I was actually down in the cafeteria uh, earlier to the, today, uh, just kind of watching lunches, and happened to see Andy Hutcherson on the the baseball placards on the wall. <laughs> I was like, "Gosh dang, that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny." He's still he's still skinny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Um, in all my, I've been at Eastern since I was born. You know, my mom works in the central office and she used to work in the middle school office. Um, and we've never had such a focus on safety on campus and it's reassuring in some ways, but then it's also like, oh man, I can't take my backpack to seventh period, right? you know, which I understand the focus behind that, but I just wanted to hear your guys' feelings on how the safety here has changed and how we've taken bigger strides towards, making a more safe environment for students?
1: Well, I just think that, um, you know, with, with all the mass shootings that have taken place, none of those school sites thought that it could have been them. Mm -hmm. And, um, and sadly there was a day in which it was, and they weren't necessarily prepared in, in every instance. And so I think, um, the, the safety precautions that we've taken, um, are just just that little bit more, little more assurance that that, that we are prepared, uh, and and really kind of vigilant and and looking, making sure that that everyone's safe. You know, I, I want to go home to my wife just as much as Mr. Bruce wants to go home to his family, and and just as much as you want to you know go home to your mom. And so, uh, it's really it's really important that uh, everyone does their part. And um, you know, for for the backpacks, you know. 10 years ago it wouldn't have been an issue um but sadly it's it's become it's become one of those things where I don't I don't want to check everyone's backpack I don't want to I don't want to bring that type of that feeling or atmosphere to the school and so um it's it's just better to you know leave them in in their lockers and and uh, I'll hold the buses for you if if you need need a little bit of time that's perfectly fine I just I want to make sure every, everyone goes home safe to their families. Yeah, I feel the same
2: way. You know, it's nice. You no, know, when I'm coming here, I like the way we, we funnel people into the school and the pr- procedures we use to get people into the school here. Um, it's nice having the SRO up here with us and being such a, a smaller building here. The SRO, when he's here, he can be anywhere almost instantly here. Um, so it's nice having that. You know, we're always out in the hallways, walking around the hallways. You know, make sure that everything is, is, is safe for you guys. So that, that's our most important priority here is to make sure that everybody goes home safe at the end of the day.
0: So we've talked so much about the people here at Eastern. But how do you think the community at Eastern Green is different from maybe a larger school?
1: Everybody knows everybody. Yep. And exactly. uh prior to the football game, I went my wife and I went and ate dinner over in uh, Bloomfield and it was just it was really nice to just kind of strike up some conversations with some some of the uh, the people there. I we ate at Lenny's Pizza and it was just amazing how ingrained into the community they were and and just how willing they were to um to welcome welcome people so it's very welcoming down here yeah i love it
2: 100 agree you know just being that it just has that that small town feel too I know, and i know it is small town but sometimes you go to those places and it's not really that way but like i said everybody knows everybody here i think everybody's related to everybody some way or another because like yeah that's my cousin that's that's my brother that's oh yeah my, yeah it, it's 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 crazy how close of a community this is down here, which is a, a great thing, you know, because we're all there to, to support each other that way too.
0: Yeah, and I think it's really awesome that Friday nights at Casa Sevilla in Bloomfield, I mean, you see everybody. I mean, yeah. you go you go in there to eat dinner, and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I forgot about you, you, oh, know? Yeah, and, you know. And you go into Sammy's Pancake House, you know, and you'll just see everybody you know. It's just a really good feeling of we all know that guy, you know. It's, it's yeah. just a... Mm-hmm. Everybody's yeah. connected. I mean, we're, and, we're and It makes you feel sense. safe and secure to you mm-hmm. when you walk in that
1: place. Yeah, great sense of community yeah. and um, and support.
0: Um, so I want to know, coming in, what were you expecting from Eastern, and how have you how have your views maybe changed already, even though you've been here for such a short
1: time? You know, I think that I was expecting. I think I think I was expecting to be more nervous. Hmm. Um, I think that I was ex- expecting. To have more more discipline problems, more problems with vaping. Sure. The student body is so respectful; it's it's really quite amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, even even in the in the language that they use, um, it was certainly um, kind of a, a shock for me um, because I was in inner city Tucson, which the respect factor wasn't there. Even if I'm disciplining a, a student, they are, they they remain respectful. Uh, I've not had um, a bad experience with. Any of the students even the ones that I've had discipline due to you know whether it be vaping or, or tardies or whatever it might be so um, it's been it's been a good experience yeah
2: and my um, situation was a little different being hired in as football coach first and the controversy right or wrong that that came before that you know I was getting all the horror text messages about how bad of a place this was and what do you think in taking this job and I couldn't imagine myself not being here. This is the the greatest job I've had in my 39 years of life. I mean, I love every second of being here. The community's been great, been accepting, haven't heard one negative thing yet. The kids, like, you know, go back to work hard, but they work hard, and that's, that's, that's a big thing to me. You know, I have high expectations, not only for my football players, but just for the kids in the school. And it's been super accepting here. And like I said, I, I came in a little nervous. You know, I'm, I'm hearing all these horror stories about how, you you know, you're going to make it two weeks there, and they're going to fire you. And, you know, and I think everything's going great so far, and like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world right now. My, my I, if, if if I would, I wouldn't have brought my kids and family over here. So it's it's been great.
0: So just a final topic here: How do you guys feel about the education here at
1: Eastern Green? I think it's outstanding. I do too. Uh, we have um, great teachers here. The data doesn't lie. I mean, our our scores are some some of the best. Um, you know, and so uh, I I really appreciate the efforts that the the, the students put in. Um, and that and, and the teachers put in because I'm a former teacher. You know, I, I taught world history and, and geography and uh, U.S. history, and it's a, it's a relationship in that classroom. And so right away I can tell that our, our, our students care about our teachers and that our teachers care about our students and that they have built a really strong relationship. And with the scores, uh, like, for instance, the English scores last year um, were, were pretty good. We wanted to see better math scores, but obviously with with math that's that's always kinda tricky. So the the great thing about about our math teachers though were was like right away they huddled up. They they got together at the very beginning of this year and they were like, This this isn't acceptable. We're going to go back to the drawing board and see where it is that our, our students weren't prepared and we'll we'll tackle it. And so it's um you know that, that type of Again, dedication to the craft and to your students you don't see everywhere. Yeah, and, and, you know,
2: being married one of the math teachers, I see it every night, you know, how much she works at home and how much, you know, she's corresponding with her colleagues and stuff to make sure that they are getting getting to where they need to be or at least pushing the students in the right direction to get where they are. But Yeah, I, I basically ditto everything he says there, you know, with our dual credit classes and everything we offer. You know, academics are outstanding here.
0: Yeah, and I can't, I can't help but thank the teachers all the time just for – some of these classes, you really are just preparing for the test at the end, you know, and then these teachers do such a great job of preparing you, and these tests aren't easy. And I took biology last year, and it was the easiest class I ever took, and then you get to this test at the end of the year, and you feel prepared, and it's just so difficult, you know, it, right, it, it really right. was, and it's, um, you know, we're changing from I-STEP to the new... Um, I-Learn. I-Learn, yeah. You know, it's nerve-wracking, kind of. Of course, of and, course. And, and um, I didn't have to take I-STEP or anything last year as a freshman, but... You know it's not easy for everybody. You know, and I, I'm blessed to do better in school, but it's it's you know we gotta have those people right. who really pertain to those well, kids.
1: One of the things that uh, as as the year progresses, Miss Willie and myself are going to be working on is uh, really introducing to the students some of the different pathways. You're going to start hearing hearing about pathways more and more, and and these pathways really work with. Our CTE classes, like uh, industrial tech and culinary. So those type of classes, we really want to continue building those programs to where we can have a so-called pathway to graduation. Because everyone here recognizes that not all students do well on tests, and that while tests are important, it should not be the only measure of a student's worth. And so having some of those CTE classes um, where it's hands-on and you are building skills provides a different pathway um, for, for the students to have a career and be successful. I will always encourage students to go to college, but uh, my dad's a perfect example. You know, he, he went to Purdue, did an ag-econ major, came back home, began did, did some of the farming, And there was a period in time in which farming was not profitable. And so he had to put food on the table. He had to change careers. And so he became a pipe fitter. And that's how he supported my mom and and me and my sister, you know. And and so pipe fitting is one of those trades that you don't really think about outside of if if you don't know what it is. You think of carpenters and you think of plumbers and that type of thing. But pipe fitting, like what exactly is that, you know? And so, like, I appreciate us having, like, AutoCAD classes and engineering classes and, and things of that nature that will bring those additional skills to the students earlier because my dad says it all the time that they cannot find enough people willing to fill the job market they need. So um, it's, it's truly, truly amazing. And so, of course, college – but also you, you have skilled trades, you have the military. There are several options for students, and not all of them require you to be the, the best test taker. We certainly want you to try your best, but I recognize that there are students out there that, that do better with their hands or, you know, who, who want to go into the military. We really want to just make sure that we prepare students for whatever dreams that they, they have for their, their adult life.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really changed even from my course going through school. When I was younger, it just seemed like everybody's going to go to college. You know, everybody, they they always tried to push that down your throat that everyone is supposed to go to college, you know. And, and I think they do that to get that in your mind and know that you can go do whatever you want. And they always tell you what you do, whatever you want. But there needs to be people out there that are pipe fitters, that are carpenters, right. that are blue collar. And I think that's really a part of our community here.
1: I would say the one thing that that is still true today is that if you just stop with a high school education, you're going to have trouble providing for yourself. That has been the really really the only thing that has remained true, and so you know yeah, really absolutely. kind of, really kind of encouraging students to to figure out what they want to do and then create a plan to to see it through.
0: Okay, just to wrap it up here is there is there anything you guys would like to add?
2: um just want to say how. Happy and excited we are to be here at Eastern Green. I know we're, we we both feel that way. It's been a big change in our lives for both of us, you know, with him coming as far as he was from Arizona and just the move from my family. And, you know, my wife was not teaching until this year. She had took about 10 years off, were kind of raising the kids. We run our own business until I got a home. And now to be committed here in, in this community, you know, we're we're going to be here for a long time. My kids got a while until they graduate, and I'm not plan on going anywhere until that's over and I retire. So I'm, I'm excited to be part of this community and be here for a long time
1: absolutely'm I'm, I'm very thrilled to be here um, hopefully uh, people recognize that I'm I'm dedicated to the community not having the background that mr. Bruce does of being in in this area everyone's been incredibly welcoming and I, I greatly appreciate everyone's support and um, I will do uh, my absolute best to make sure that uh, uh, that I do you guys proud
0: yeah and we're all very very thankful for the addition of you guys on our staff and in our community thank you, um, thank you. and thank you for being here Thanks for joining us for this episode of Thundercast. Please tune in for our next episode coming very soon. If you have any suggestions or comments, please email us at thundercast.egreen.k12.in.us. You can subscribe to hear every episode of Thundercast on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Podbean. All content in this podcast is property of Eastern Green School Corporation and may not be used without express written permission. All rights reserved.